0: Hey, you guys, you're going to want to listen all the way through to this episode. Why? Because we started on
1: time, not like somebody else we know. <laughs> and which artist from uh, today's industry would have been great in the 90s? We'll try to answer that question. Enjoy the show, everyone. 90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Highland.
0: Well, look at us. So damn good looking. <laughs> I wore Ah, my special
2: Spice Girl sweater for you both today.
0: Oh thank you.
2: Nice. Is that
0: where two becomes one?
2: No, please stop that. Please stop
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's an old school callback, Adam makes Kelly uh squirm and it's fun to watch. Yeah. I know that.
2: (laughs) I live to entertain. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Hey, well, uh, 90s vibes are on because one of the uh, performers at the Grammys this year has just released some new music after over 30 years. So we'll talk wow. about him and a couple of other uh, people that are booked for uh, the Grammys this year. Maybe one of them won't be able to make it. Uh. Bum, bum, bum. Also, we'll tell you who's the next subject of a movie and how unique his life story will be told. Kelly's trivia will make you wonder if you ever really knew anything at all. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then your 90s rewind will bring your memory back. It's going to be fantastic. Now, um, the queen is going from the stage to the real stage. The courtroom, potentially, for Madonna. So I think even though we started last show with Madge, we got to go back to Madge again. We got to start there. We all know that Madonna was going to – well, the show was going to start later than was indicated on the ticket. And maybe that was just the benefit of everybody complaining about their show starting late in other towns. Doesn't make it right, you know, because we have poked fun at Lauren Hill over the years about being crazy late. And I think that Madonna might be in the category of crazy late. Uh, and granted, she's Madonna, Butch, but <laughs> does that mean <laughs> – that she can mess with people's time like that because so, it can come off as disrespectful, right? That's what we've said of of Lauren Hill when she's done it in the past. So there are people now super ticked about the whole show in New York and how sorry about the shaking. That's Shadow. He just got a haircut today. <laughs> Pretty pleased with himself. Um, he's so handsome, too, Um so the show in uh, New York starts late and then ends obviously late. Like, I think it was like one o'clock, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So where are your heads at on this?
2: Well, Adam, do you have thoughts, first of all?
1: Well, I'm young. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind going to bed at two in the morning. Um, I, I mean, when I went to the show, we looked at the start time for the previous shows. Yep, and they were all after nine thirty. Yeah, p.m. So I mean, we showed up at nine thirty. I mean, we did our research, but we mm-hmm. did we did we didn't end up waiting two hours from Donna. We knew not to get there at eight p.m. and then wait two hours and buy twenty beers to pass time. So I don't. But again, I'm young. I don't mind staying up late. I'm a party animal. Well,
0: I from my perspective, I think that. I don't mind staying up late either because I too did some research and I knew that she would be late. And so and still, I we were lucky. The show that I saw was on a Saturday, so no big deal. Had it been on a school night for me and and then me having to get up at like four ish in the morning, that, you know, I think might have been a problem. But a problem I would have dealt with. But at the same time I think there's, well, maybe she's not going to be late for our show. Maybe there's that. So people get
1: there kind of on time and think but, maybe this is the one where she's going to be on time. But here's the thing. If you're an artist and you're always on at whatever, if it's 9, if it's 9.30, if it's 9.45, you know, yep. whatever. Why why not advertising that time? Yeah. Why, why? You know, when I go to a hockey game, it says the game is at 7.30 Mm -hmm. The puck is going to drop at 7.30, 7.35 tops. Yeah. So uh, just advertise the concert as a 10 p.m. concert and start between, you know, 10 and 10.15. I agree with you. Kelly, what do you think?
2: Yeah, so there's many layers to this, Onion. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, First of all, I had a friend of mine who knew that the concert was going to start late, but she was taking her mother and so she didn't want to tell her mother that it was going to start late. So oh, no. <laughs> she was trying to like be nonchalant. but the mother's like, we need to leave at like seven. Like we need to get there. <laughs> and so she tried to like push it off a bit without her mother figuring things out. But it wasn't going to work. So they got there at 830. <laughs> and so they had to sit there for an hour and 15 minutes wow. um, waiting for Madonna. So uh, I do think there's that element of it. Um, I think that because Madonna doesn't have an opening act except for bob the drag queen for like what seven minutes before yep. she starts mm-hmm. they should say that it's going to be a 9 30 start and i heard something and and so and I'm, I'm saying allegedly because i don't know if this is true but i heard that because she has no opening act at the various arenas around the planet where she's going they're trying to get as much food and drink sales before. So I don't know if that's uh, true or not. And that's partially why she's starting late. So again, I'm saying allegedly because I've never heard of that before. But is it? Have true? you ever
0: eaten at a show before? Like no.
2: eaten at the venue? I never eat there.
0: The only time I've eaten at a, a show or venue is when I go for a work function. We are fortunate enough on occasion to be asked to be in a loge and More times than not, there's food made available to us. Mm -hmm. But then you're in a loge and you're, you know, there's a tabletop and whatever. I've never eaten, like, we're going to be here a while. I might as well get a hot dog or a pizza or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. It's super expensive. And if you were to get a drink, beer, wine, alcohol, whatever, those are expensive too. And even the non-alcoholic stuff is expensive.
2: Case in point, I got my mother a water bottle for the Mariah oh Carey concert because she and I <laughs> knew. Like, and in my head, I was like, "Mom, just don't drink." Like that was my. I was like, "Just you know, yeah. five dollars for a water bottle where you could normally get that for I don't know ninety nine cents at Costco." Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. And then the thing that adds insult to injury is I had to take. They made me take the top off before I left the area
0: because you're gonna zing it at Mariah like that. So probably. it's That's so what they were n- about. you know
2: so like so my mom <laughs> had to like balance this water bottle throughout the show because there was no top on it. Like it was it's just ridiculous. Uh. So I'm not a fan of eating at venues. And just I wanted to say uh, I know Sharon used the word loge, which we all understand in Canada. That would be a, a private suite for our friends in the states. Right, private bottle, suite private and
1: suite. loge. Yeah. Fancy um, don't we talk. Ca- don't we call it a box? Like in Four sporting box, events. Yeah. It's a uh...
2: Yeah. yeah. Some, some of those. Um, so yeah, I'm I, just trying so, to
0: elevate this show's stature.
2: <laughs> it sounds by it, using
0: fancy words.
2: It, it sounds more fancy f- saying loge. Um, so yeah, back to <laughs> Madonna. I think because she has no opening act, it should be on the ticket, start time nine thirty, and then start at nine forty five, which is and I I looked at my watch when Bob the Drag Queen started, it was nine forty. Yeah. That's when he started our show. Um, so there's that. And then, yeah, like, I just think that even if you are Madonna, like, I love her so much, so it's fine, but it's not fine. It's like, start at friggin' 8.30 if that's when you're going to say you're going to start. Because even, like, you know, when they have an opening act, you know the headliner's not getting on until 9 or 9.15. But if yeah. you have no opening act, then just be honest, say, like, we're not getting on until 9.30. Um I, just I wonder don't. if
0: there's is there not a penalty for going past a certain
1: time though, like in a curfew.
2: Venues, yeah, like you. Yeah. Can get, so I
1: wonder if she just pays that.
2: I think well, she does occasionally.
1: I think in Montreal you you can be fined, and I don't know for. I went on the first night of Madonna. Guess what time the show ended? What time? Midnight. Yeah. Boom. So I'm guessing she wanted to go as late as possible, so she went on at nine forty-seven, whatever, because her show, her set was two hours and thirteen minutes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she made sure we're going to stop the show at midnight, not getting fined, yeah, and uh, starting as late as possible. I
0: think-, I think that I think that Kelly, you're right though. You have to make it clear on the ticket, like
1: yeah, because nobody likes
0: it when you're late. Because at a certain point, it goes uh, from being fashionable to being disrespectful.
2: Yeah. And that's the thing, because I remember you, Sharon, in our episode last week, like we were talking and I was listening back, you know, in the car as I usually do. And you had said, like, you know, Madonna was so thankful during your show. And she was thankful yeah. during ours, but I think she probably settled in a bit for your show and was maybe more chatty. I think she was fairly chatty with us, but I think maybe you got more. Yeah. And so the thing is, is like, whether you're Madonna, whether you're an up and coming artist that's just popped like a scissor for the last couple of years, let's say, um, You wouldn't be there without us. So Mm -hmm. respect us paying for your lavish lifestyle.
0: Well, there you have it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's my thoughts. I'm going to cough now. Excuse me. Sure. Go for it. (laughs)
0: Bless you, dear. Um, (laughs) It's interesting, though, that one of her collaborators has been going on the offensive slash defensive, trying to remind the world of all the virtues that Madonna brings to the table all the good that she does in the world and is that perhaps to lighten the scrutiny of people tapping their wrist going start the show start the show
2: yeah because i i do uh, the part that also upsets me um and i and again i I don't know if it's true or not for these because i think new york is the city that never sleeps but i think part of their lawsuit claims about how transportation getting home and so i'm not sure what time the subways stop in new york city you know um so i do think that's like, like you need to i don't know it's like you need to be considerate of these people that are, and you know, there's people that are coming in from other cities that are flying in, like all totally. that stuff. and they might have an early flight. like, for example, when I went to Janet um in May of last year, one of mm-hmm. my listeners on my show here in Montreal, they flew in for Janet's show in Toronto. And I can't remember if they were able to get a light a late flight out that night. Uh, But it was in and out. I remember that. So that's the other thing is, like, what happens if they have an early flight out the next morning or that night if they can try to make their flight out? Like, what are you doing? So I do think that artists need to not, like, they need to remember where they come from. Well,
0: I I think it's interesting, too. We could totally dive deeper into why does she have to start at that time? Why can't she start at 830? Yeah. Like... Why?
2: Yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> I would want to start, like, even, like, Janet now, Uh, she usually starts fairly early. Like, I mean, she did have an opening act on this one, but he was, like, it was um ludicrous, and I think he was on at 8.15 or 8. Yeah. And she was on before 9, I think. Like, he did half an hour. She, he might have even started before 8 now that I think about it. And she got going, like, we were done by, like, 10.30, quarter to 11.
0: And I think that's, con- like, all things considered, like you said, people trying to get home, public transit things like that that does have a a a end time so if you miss that you're sort of left to spend even more money on a show that you've already spent quite a bit of money on yeah just trying to get yourself home so because
2: and and I guess too like again I wasn't mad because I think you know you and I and Adam and and you know X amount of other people knew that she was going to start late so we also like Elaine and I time that out for us to arrive at like we got there I think at 9 15 or 9 20 Mm -hmm. so we just had like you know 20 minutes or so to settle in and then you know he started Bob the Drag Queen but um I just feel like Madonna being someone who is self-made who comes from Detroit from a working class city Mm -hmm. you know I don't know where you forget where you come from and know that there are people that need to get up the next morning and get back at it so well that's
0: one element I think maybe that she has forgotten maybe but at the same time maybe she hasn't that's just the way she does her thing and then we get back to if that's the way you do your thing then indicate that on the ticket
2: yeah you know who should never do a collaboration together who Madonna and Lauren Hill they would start at (laughs) 2am oh
0: (laughs) it would never start yeah (laughs) it's true when is it starting it's not we fell for it (laughs) Ah, all right. Well, uh, good luck to Madonna and the rest of her tour starting at late o'clock.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, can I, Sharon, just before you, because this actually plays into an update I have for you. So I, I think I should. Ooh. Is that okay?
0: Please um, jump in, Kelly.
2: Say okay, so, uh, Ginger Bear, one of our favorite listeners from uh, New Zealand. So he sent us an amazing message on our YouTube channel. And I just on. have to pass it along to you and Adam and also to all of our listeners. Um, he has finally revealed his first name. <gasps> Uh-oh. Do you want to know or do I keep it to myself and we just call him Ginger Bear?
0: I kind of want to know. I'll well, always still call
1: him Ginger Bear. <laughs> okay.
0: Can we guess? Is
2: sure. it Lloyd? It's close. That's close.
1: Uh, uh, what sounds like Lloyd? Leonard.
2: Well, it's not with an L, but it's like in that vein.
1: Two
0: consonants. Patrick. No. Ready? Oh.
2: <laughs> so Ginger Bear, a.k.a. Stew. Ah, Stew. Yep. So uh, he went back recently to get, uh, from what I understand, he was a flight attendant. And then during COVID, I guess, was not that. And right. now got recertified. And he managed to get a trip to New York, a flight, a working flight. <gasps> and just, and as of our recording, he saw Madonna's show last night in New York.
1: Nice. nice,
2: and I'm so happy for him. And he said that he managed to get he managed to get to the box office, so he didn't have to buy from any sort of unseedy character, and yep. managed to get uh, a seat ten rows up. Um, oh. I think the left side of the stage is what he said, and he said it was amazing because he was close enough to her, but also close enough, to, or you know, to see the entire stage, which he was ecstatic about. He said he had a few tears, and he Aww. was absolutely. Just beyond thrilled to get there. And now I think he says he just has to probably sell a kidney to pay for the tickets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And well, he has, get it. And he has severe jet lag, but he was like just so happy to go. So on behalf of us, I think we're just so happy that he was able to to make that show from New Zealand.
0: Wow. Good for you, Ginger Bear.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then he, he wow. left. The last part of the message was stay hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: On it. Ginger yep. Bear, yeah, yeah. On it, Stew. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I love that he finally re-
2: revealed his name because he put in brackets. He goes, "It's Stew." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stew with a U or an E W? S T U. Cool. Yeah,
2: because I because right. I write to him now like we're buds because we are. J am like Steward Ginger Bear. What's going on? Yeah.
0: Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably how it's. it's Isn't it, said. Blue Dick? Uh,
2: Stewart. Yeah. Get above dick. <laughs> Let's stick. Nice. Anyways, back to you, Sharon. <laughs> and I do have one more one more surprise Just whenever you <laughs> call for it. I do have one more surprise for you.
0: Okay, so do you want to do it? Do you want to surprise you No, we could fr- do it. Sprinkle uh, the surprises throughout so we live a balanced life maybe, or let, what?
2: Maybe after your rewind, maybe.
0: Ooh, okay. So we have something to look forward to. Yep. And right now we have something to look forward to because I think we should get into some triv. I'm scared. Me too.
1: Nineties. Now trivia. Bing, Bing bong. bong.
2: All right. So we are on to two new cards: the nice light blue, um, uh, Ooh. and then a fighting salmon card. Here we are. Um, nice. So we'll start with news and politics. Which great? Which U.S. state voted for the legalization of cannabis for medicinal purposes in Adam. 1996?
1: Colorado. No.
2: Sharon. Go, Sharon.
0: California.
2: Go, girl! Congratulations.
0: Thank you. Bravo. I know my drug states. (laughs) (laughs) The drug states are a little bit high, a little bit higher, super stoned. (laughs) (laughs) That might be (laughs) California.
2: That actually don't they have a what do they call it California sober? Isn't that a thing?
0: Oh, what's that mean?
2: That means that you smoke weed, I think.
0: <laughs> That's not sober.
2: <laughs> no, because I cuz actually if Adam googles it cuz when remember when uh, Demi Lovato was getting herself uh back on track after yes. the 2018 situation, Mm hmm. So I think she was clean for X amount of time and then told everybody she was California sober, which if Adam has the definition, I'm pretty sure it means you still smoke weed. Um, but then she recently came out recently. I, I think I read it in the last few months that she had to go back to being sober sober. And she's like, I <laughs> don't think I should have even advocated for that because it did not work for me. So.
0: Right. That's like when you quit, uh, when you smoke cigarettes and you're like, oh, I'm just going to be a social smoker. And then you find yourself going out on Mondays. I got to go out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so California sober means, um, it it describes people who decide to quit consuming drugs and alcohol with a few exceptions. (laughs) They're friends with benefits. Does not mean you never drink and then twice a year you drink or does like exceptions meaning uh i don't drink but i smoke weed or yeah right
2: i i and i can't speak for because i don't think demi was ever super specific but i feel like it was smoking up like weed and then i feel like she said in this this latest statement that i think it was leading her to other things you know because it's kind of like even when you're at christmas and you're like I'm going to have chocolate. And you're going to like, I think I'll have chips also. Because it's like, yeah. <laughs> you know
0: what I mean? Because so, so. why not? Cause I'm already w- down this slippery slope of deliciousness. Let's just keep yep. greasing it.
2: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, it. So good one, Sharon. Good one. Hey, thank uh,
0: you. Uh,
2: question number two. Which supermodel was first discovered at the age of 14 in JFK Airport in New York?
0: Hmm. Hmm. Sharon? Go, Sharon. I'm gonna say Ah, Brooke Shields. Nope. No, because it's just I'm fresh off a documentary, so she's on my mind. <laughs> um Naomi Campbell. Nope. Um <laughs> wait, I... I have another guest. Yeah. Uh Cindy Crawford.
2: No. Isn't she a Tyra Banks? Girl? Do you, have another, do you have another guess? One of more course, guess, Of course. There's
0: a whole super groupa. of...
2: There's a super model group.
0: Super trooper group of <laughs> models. Um,
1: Kate 14. Moss. Yes, Kate Moss. Kate
2: yeah. Moss. Yeah. Oh! Nice. Nice job, Adam.
1: Because took me, took she's a few guesses. Because she's
0: always been that, uh, that petite. She's looked the same. She's aged well, but she's always been in that range of even when she was young, she didn't look young. But when she's... Gotten older, she didn't look like she aged. Yeah. Interesting. You
2: know what's funny is, like, I always forget that she's in that... Because to me, she's very unassuming in a way. So, like, mm-hmm. I always find, like, I forget that she's in that group of supermodels, even though, like, of course she is. But... Yeah. Mm.
0: Interesting.
2: I was um, a big fan of the Naomi Campbell. I just thought she was fierce.
0: Fierce and then sort of ferocious. Yeah. Like, didn't she <laughs> throw phones at people? Part.
2: Yeah. I think that's the ninja like the, part of me. That's, like, that's
0: the fine line of, I'm fierce and you better watch it because yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> smash you with this phone. And that's like a little off balance, maybe.
2: Yeah, I like <laughs> the dangerous lady share. <laughs> <laughs>
0: she, she becomes no lady. Katie. Yeah,
2: don't tell my significant other who goes from zero to sixty in <laughs> one second. <laughs> Ah, it's funny. He's feisty Irish. Anyways, back to you, Sharon.
0: <laughs> Speaking of ferocious. Yeah. Um, okay, so the Grammys are coming up. By the time everybody's hearing this show, I think technically, um, because we are optimistic that you're on the edge of your seats waiting for this show to drop. Uh, the Grammys are not that far from now. And uh, Billy Joel is on the list of performers. And so yeah. what's cool about his appearance... In my opinion, anyways, I think is that it lines up perfectly with the release of a new song, which would be the first new song in just over thirty years. Wow! Because River of Dreams, yeah, River of Dreams in ninety three, right? Yeah. Um, Was that his last single, Sharon? That was the last pop single, I think. There might have been other collaborations, but nothing in the way of I'm going to sit down and write an album that. Hasn't happened, much to the chagrin of his friend Elton John, who's, who's doesn't stop, right? We know yeah. that. Uh, Will continue to make music until he, as long as he's on earth. Um, So he has said, he has vocalized, like, what are you doing? Why are you not writing? You're Billy Joel, kind of thing. And he's like, I've done it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not sure what turned him. But there was a clip of a new song. Um, that I'm sure he'll be performing at the Grammys uh, that was released. Just a little snip of it sounded a little Piano man which is celebrating its 50th. Um, and then I'm not sure if you've gone to uh, Spotify to check out Billy Joel there. Have you? No. Well, I don't want to distract anybody from listening, But maybe make a note of finishing this podcast and then checking it out later that if you go to or check it on another device, if you open up Spotify and put in Billy Joel and then play a song and you know how you can see sometimes a video or the lyrics or whatever, every song in his catalog had the message, did I wait too long? And so the message was, you could see it being written. So someone was writing it. Did I wait too long? And then dot, dot, dot. So on every song. It's so like, oh, what does that mean? Is that the name of the new album? Et cetera. So we'll see what happens with that. I'm sure it's going to be great when he performs on uh, on the Grammys. And really cool that, you know, this many years later, he's like, all right, I'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> Super cool. Now, um, the Grammys will also, it's not guaranteed that Taylor Swift's going to be there, right? That's what we keep hearing, that she may not. Make it. I
2: think she will. I think she will be because I, well, because she, she has. To, she's starting her second leg of her, or I don't think a second leg. It might be third or fourth at this point. um Japan, like Tokyo, because I know yeah. that everybody's been doing the math if she'll get back in time for Super Bowl to see her man in action.
0: <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> so, oh, that's the conflict. Sorry, it's not the Grammys that are the conflict for her. It's the uh, it's the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl.
2: Yeah. right because okay, i think so. she heads out after because like knowing taylor not not that i do but seeing her <laughs> her track history i feel like she will have planned to know like oh grammys are this weekend we're leaving after to go start because she's right. i don't know is it eight or nine nominations she's got this year yeah so of course she can't be too surprised when she gets up on stage to pick them. she'll moment. act surprised kelly <laughs> she
0: always does
1: yeah. <laughs> like what? Yeah, Me? The, the Grammys <gasps> are on the fourth, and her shows start back on the seventh. So there you ah. go. So yeah. she's good to
2: go. I'm sure she planned that out.
0: Well, it'll be neat if uh, all this attention that uh, the NFL has received from her just being at the uh, Chiefs games in the last you know few months, it'll be neat if uh, uh, Travis Kelsey is allowed out on Grammy night. He to, won't be. Uh, he won't be?
2: No, I just read an article before, if this article oh. is accurate, that the Chiefs will be already in Vegas to start their two-week protocol, or their right. one-week protocol, I guess, at that point, uh, to yep. lead up to Super Bowl. So it sounds like he will not be allowed to leave the team.
0: Wow, grounded. Yeah. A couple of crazy kids in love, and he's grounded. Yeah. And he can't even sneak out, because the whole world's going to see him. Yeah, exactly.
2: Imagine he sneaks in like the janitor that I told you you should be at the Madonna concert. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. If he comes up with his little mop and bucket and he's like, here I am. Yeah.
0: And then he screams, you gotta fight
2: for your right to party. Oh, yeah.
0: fun. Okay, well, that's cool. That's So that's the Grammys. By the time we chat next, we will know who all the winners are and we'll we'll have a debate to see if we're uh for or against.
2: Yeah. Are you going to watch <laughs> Adam and okay Sharon?
0: That. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: I like the I like the uh the Grammys. Um I like it because at the end of it, you know, it it turns out to be a performance show and people show up. Um there is a a different like a luster to winning the Grammys. Um as far as industry uh, recognition and, and, and your peers and stuff like that. But like every other award show, they make mistakes. And so at the end of it all, w- whatever music you like wins. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like even if it doesn't actually win a trophy, you like it. You win. Yep. That's the best part about music. It's subjective mm-hmm. and we can like whatever the heck we want exactly. and all of it. Yep. Yeah. So there.
2: When Taylor wins all categories, all exactly
0: time. <laughs> the shock on her face will yeah. make me want to smack her, but I won't smack her. Yeah. I'll just be happy for her. You know
2: what's funny <laughs> is I wonder if like because I, I can't even remember a time now where she hasn't been at the Grammys. Like I'm sure there is a few years where her album cycle was, but I feel like she and her team plot. How can I be at every single? Grammys?
0: Oh, for sure. What else are you going to do? That's your business, right? Yeah, she's very good at that.
2: Yeah. Because it's funny, like, certain other artists, as you know, Sharon and Adam, like, they they follow their album cycle however it's going to go. And then some of them like to disappear for a bit. Yeah. I just realized, like, Taylor never goes anywhere, really.
0: That's all she's known. She's been at this for so long, she might not know how to take a break.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think there was a bit of a time that she spent when she was in London because like we didn't see her with her boy at that time Joe Alwyn like she was living I think a lower lifestyle at that point but now she's back in action
0: a lower lifestyle she was in the skids
2: yeah she had hit the skids
0: (laughs) and then she had a great big return
2: what a story so thankfully (laughs) she's a billionaire now and can afford everything
0: so how about this after a year of movies that told people's stories like uh, Diana Nyad have you seen that movie I have not no it's nope. very good, very good. Like I would advise watching that movie before the Oscars. Honestly.
2: Oh really? Okay.
0: Yeah it's it's an impressive to- uh, story, and uh, both Jodie Foster and uh, Annette Benning attack those characters really well. It's an and it's a true story too. So it's the, the way the story is told, the 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 challenge that she's put herself in, like that it actually happened. Amazing. So highly advise that. But the fact that it was a story that was told of someone, one of the long list of movies like um, Maestro, so that was telling the Leonard Bernstein story, Oppenheimer for Robert Oppenheimer. Uh, there's another movie that we can look forward to that's telling the life story of Pharrell Williams.
1: I'm down for that.
0: Me too. Now, what is the thing that will make this... Life story stand out from the rest. It's a four letter word. Kel?
2: Lego, my ego. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: a Lego movie.
2: Isn't that wild? That's amazing.
0: Imagine that how cool that'll be that uh, and the soundtrack that'll go with it.
2: Yep. Oh, He's going to for sure have another happy.
0: I hope so. I love that song.
2: And can you believe it's already it was 2013 I think that came out. Like it's
0: That's a bit bonkers.
2: And that song, or 2013 or 2014, but um, wasn't yeah. it
1: even before that? No, oh, it was 2014. 2014 you're there right. There
2: we go. Wow. So it's ten years. That song is ten
1: years old.
0: We've been clapping along for ten years. I know. Bonkers.
1: Oh, now, it was released the end of 2013. Okay. So yeah.
0: What I thought was funny and punny, in fact, was that they said that they've been building <laughs> this story for a while um and the animated story of his life will get to us in the fall in fact so he's that's like very exciting the,
2: uh adam can you google this or i don't know if it was in the article but um he's like is it the creative director for louis vuitton i think like he's he's got some crazy title that he's doing stuff for like a big fashion house and i think it's louis vuitton
1: wow uh it, it is yeah yeah that's he's wild. uh the men's creative director isn't that crazy
0: yeah. Like, that's the kind of job that you would go through university and hope to earn your way up to.
1: No? After 30 years of working for the same company. Yeah. 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 I think yeah, it's just because exactly.
2: he wears cool hats. They're like, him, let's get him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you with a big hat. Get over here. Yeah. We got a job for you. Did you see that skit on Saturday Night Live, Big Dom Hat? No, I didn't. No. <laughs> Oh, it's it's uh, googlable, um, or you can probably find it on TikTok. <laughs> the, it's those those women that wear big hats. Oh yeah, and so it's a skit with Amy Schumer and and two uh, cast members of Saturday Night Live, and they're like, "Big dumb hat." This is a <laughs> hat that says, and then each take a turn and describing what that hat says about, them. <laughs> and then the hats get bigger. So they revisited that theme on the most recent Saturday Night Live. With big dumb cup, <laughs> so the idea was those those big cups that people are carrying around. They ca- they do hot and cold beverages yeah. perfectly well, um, and and people love them, right? So uh, Dakota Johnson was the uh, the guest host, and in her her skit, they're describing big dumb cup because this cup says, and then they fill in the joke, and then they go to somebody else, and she says, "Did your cup just get bigger?" And they go back to her, and it's like. This big. And it just keeps getting, like, as tall <laughs> as her. It's silly, but very funny.
2: That's amazing. Yeah. Did you watch yep. the Justin Timberlake performance in said SNL?
0: I did. I thought he was very good.
2: I think this is like a... Uh, he's really going left of center with uh, this album. We'll see how it how it goes.
0: It seemed to me... It's funny that you're saying that, because it seemed to me quite uh, quite JT. Like, it seemed... Like early 2000s, sort of. Yeah.
2: Well, I think they, I think that um, Timberland said that this is supposed to be Future Sex Love Sounds Part D.
0: What year was Future Sex Love Sounds? Oh, six. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> 2006. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So, well, he I looks know... good. He sounds good. Yeah. And, um, and what it, didn't britney make news this week too
2: yeah. about apologizing
0: to justin for something that she said in her I, book
2: yeah well i don't know if she flat out apologized to him or it was a blanket statement but then she made sure to to say to shout him out i think for his new songs so but did okay. you see what britney fans did
0: yes i did isn't that crazy
2: the power yeah <laughs> to make power to prevent
0: a song from getting to number one right
2: yeah, like to have the her selfish song from what is it, twenty thirteen or something, go to number one again, like it's just.
0: And it's kind of funny too, like as if he didn't know that she had a song called "Selfish." Like, wouldn't you then find a new title for your song? I mean, "Selfish" is a very common word, but mm. all things considered, mm. come up with another one.
2: Yeah, maybe self-centered.
0: Selfish. Yeah, <laughs> self-centered rhymes with less. <laughs> <laughs> It's All right, true. you guys. Are you ready to go back in time? Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Your '90s rewind takes us back to around this time in 1996, where at the top of the charts there were five voices: one, Mariah Carey; four, Boys to Men; and one, "Sweet Day" was a beautiful example of how the power of positivity and memory just can sit on top of the charts for a while. Now, um, also within the top 40 was a song called Hook by Blues Traveler. And as soon as I see that song, not necessarily hear it, but just see it, I think of Emma Stone and the lip sync battle that she did with Jimmy Fallon. (laughs) And she crushed it. And this is years ago, probably 10, I want to say. Do yourself a favor. Do a search for the now Oscar nominated Emma Stone <laughs> doing the lip sync battle with Jimmy Fallon because she does blues travelers hook and it's good. Like good. Um, also within the uh, top 40 was seal and kiss from a rose. Wow. What are you expecting from a rose that it's going to kiss you seal? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and because we all know that Kelly loves her Janet Jackson, but she likes her some Goo Goo Dolls. The song Name from Goo Goo Dolls was in the top 10. And uh, Oasis actually popped onto the charts around this time back in 1996, popping on at number 21, which is a pretty strong debut spot um, That for a song that we still get to hear fairly regularly today, Wonderwall from the Great Morning Glory album. And of course, we keep on hearing about how they don't need the money that they've been offered to reunite um and how it's not about the money right which is starting to bug me (laughs) because it may not be about the money for you yeah no uh but perhaps you could do it for the money and then donate it (laughs) true donate it to people who need it or consider the fact that maybe no you don't need the money but your friends really want this to happen so do it for the fans so I think I've turned the corner on. Isn't this a quirky tale about the brothers fighting to just get it together? <laughs> yeah. You goofballs. Okay, so one last in our handful of songs. I think that should be enough. My, my <laughs> Oasis rant should be enough to wrap up five <laughs> songs from around this time in uh, 1996. That is your 90s Rewind. Thank you, Sharon. Good
2: job, Thank Sharon. You. you. Um, I will just tack on to that, that it annoys me when artists forget to remember that the fans put them where they are yeah and like you should be doing you know as much as you can to be grateful yeah and give back agreed so i think and that's the other thing too is like because these two are so feisty that also drives me nuts where it's like there's a million other artists out there if not more that would jump at the opportunity to be where they are and i feel like they're they take it for granted and they just expect it to be there
0: Yeah. And it's an interesting thing, I think, with music is that it's so intertwined in our lives and our memories and our experiences that the the more current dialogue on top of our past doesn't change the 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 way it's so woven mm-hmm. so they can say all this stuff and we're still gonna like run to the venues if they do ever decide to do it mm-hmm. they can say all like oh we don't want to do it for the most not about the money blah 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 all that stuff but we're still gonna like charge and go yay they're doing it if they ever decide to do it that's yeah. just the weird thing that that the hold that music has on us
2: it's weird and i um, love it. so my last surprise of the soiree or of our yeah. show is that um Shane, Kentucky Shane, who is set to retire at the end of this school year. Yeah. Because um, we had given him a shout out, and I don't know if you saw, uh, I don't think Adam is on the Facebook with him, but Sharon and I are. And by the time, actually, I think it's actually even over because as of our recording, he would have played his, he would have coached his last basketball game with the kids. Oh, wow. And hung up his whistle forever, as he put. So, like, sending lots of love to Shane. And he Yay. had a question, he had a question for, um, uh, and I should mention, he still has about three or four more months left to go of school before that finishes up. Um, but he's like, he's like, I'm not sure when this is all going to hit me. So we'll hmm. see. Uh, but sending him lots of love and light. And then he had a question for the three of us. Um, what current artist or band has the best 90s vibe? Or to put it another way, been a top 40 charter in our favorite decade. So hmm. what would your current artist Ooh. or best 90s vibe
0: I'm going to take um, it's funny. Green Day. Okay, solid. <laughs> because their consistent approach to making music, it it sounds kind of signature every time because it's them and you can recognize their voice, but their approach to to uh the art of it is always different and it demonstrates growth within the band, but they sound as, as nineties as they ever did. So they sound as youthful and as energetic as they ever did. So I'll pick green day.
2: Adam, do you, are you ready to pick? Do you want me to go? You go. Cause I can't, uh, you go. So again, the question is what current artist or band has the best nineties vibe or to put it another way, been a top 40 charter in our favorite decade. Um, For me, current artist or band that has a great 90s vibe, um, it's funny because there's a few of them that know to take tinges from the 90s. Yeah. So I guess the one that's, well, the latest that sticks out for me, and by the way, her song has gone to number one on the Billboard chart, which sounds very 90s, is Ariana Grande's Yes And.
1: Oh, yeah, you're right. It's Oh, nice. All right. Yeah. (laughs) I see it. Yeah,
2: so Adam can, can add in. And I will also just say Dua Lipa because with her future sex loves, uh, sorry, not that's J- J- Justin, but with her future nostalgia, yeah, all of that kind of
1: has 90s vibes also. And that's exactly where I, where I was going. Go, Adam, nice. finish it. Well, I was about to say Dua Lipa. Okay. Very um good. And her latest single and all she's doing right now, it's so good. Houdini. Houdini, and I, I think we've heard snippets of future singles to be released. Yeah, it sounds I think so. great. That's cool. Bravo, yeah. Dua. Yeah.
0: And bravo to our one prince, yeah. Kentucky Shane. Yeah. Um, whether it, what I, my uh, hope for Shane is that when it does hit him, that he's uh, decided to, you know, hang up the whistle, put the chalk down um walk away from the whiteboard know that the impact of everything that you have done for hundreds and hundreds of kids will have an, an effect on the world ultimately so thank you for the good work that you did
2: I agree
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah he's a good guy we've never met him in person but you can just tell he's a good guy
2: well he sent us kentucky shirts
0: I love my Kentucky shirt.
2: Yeah. And like, yeah, and just the impact that he's had on us for the last 12 seasons. Like we love that he's been such an ardent follower of our show. And so I can only imagine what his students feel for him. So good job, Shane. Well done, sir. Yes, sir. Awesome.
0: Uh, Thank you to uh, everybody. Thank you all for finding us wherever it is that you do that. And then, you know always looking back every week to see uh, see that we're still there for you. We appreciate that you're listening. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to 90s Now. Still happening.